one, two, one, two. Peace and Black Power family. Welcome to another Sarnetta TV, House of Consciousness Productions, Sarnetta Studios. You already know what it is. I'm here, and uh, we got the baddest man on the planet right now dealing with vaccines. We got Unk from the Armin Ross squad testing his skills, seeing if he really battle ready. And, oh, man, you going, you challenging the legend, a man who have been doing this for years. And we all know him as the Reverend Dr. Phil Dallentine. Brother, are you sure you ready for this part of the, um, th this right here, man? Because you're going to get it like none other right now. Let me get one of the uh, first participants that's in the room. Let me bring them on. Hello. All right. Peace and black power to you, my brother. What's going on with you, Mr. Unk? How you doing? How um, you doing, brother? I'm good, what man. Um, uh, you know, it's, we live right now. I want to let you know. And, uh, brother, if you don't want to carry on with this, what you're about to do and about to face, uh, you know what we say, man. Run while you can, hang up while you can, or stay strong and face the consequences. What you going to do, brother? I'm going to go ahead and face the consequences and sacrifice myself for my people to get them some good education and to not fall prey to pseudoisms that has infected our community. That's what I'm going to do. Well, that's what I expected to hear from you, brother. That's indeed what I expected to hear from a scholar, especially... Um, the founder of the Armin Ross squad. I mean, that's what I expected to hear from you. So family, mm -hmm. just sit back, relax, and we're getting ready to get it in. Let me get uh, Phil. And um, all I ask you, brother, is just be respectful to the brother. You know, he's our elder, and he's going to be respectful to you. That's all I ask you, my man. Is that good? I'm always respectful to my elders. Okay. Show me a time when I haven't been. All right. Okay. All right, brother. I'm just saying, you know. I'm just saying, brother. So let's get it right in. Oh, All right. Peace and Black Power family. We are live. We're here with uh, the Reverend and Dr. Phil Valentine. How you doing, sir? I'm good, brother. Yourself? I'm good. We got Unc Kuket, um, the founder of the Armin Ross Squad, on the phone as well. Say what's up to him, Unc. How you doing? How you doing, Doctor Phil? How you feel? I'm well. Yourself? All right. I want to let the world know that this is not a debate. This is just a discussion between two brothers, and uh, we want to find out what's going on with this vaccine. Um, lately, there's been a big fuss over it and the only one to step up against these PhDs and these doctors and these metaphysicians is the Armin Ross squad. They got the heart. They got the audacity. They got the gall to stand up in the ring and put the spotlight on them and say that vaccines are safe and we need to give our children the vaccine. So, uh, Brother Unk, I will allow you to open up first and let the people know why you say vaccines are good for our people and we need to give them these shots. Talk about it, brother. Um, uh, vaccines are, are, are very, very important for the health 
of the human population. Um, that's not even getting to black people. And uh, uh, black people uh, need to really uh, take their time and, and, and just read and study. I think this is very important for our community to become scientifically literate. Uh, when you're scientifically literate, uh, you can discern whether or not vaccines are good or bad. It's important because we're talking about nature and understanding nature. Um, it's very, very valuable tool for our survival in a world surrounded by pathogens. And I say this all the time. We are surrounded by pathogens. Um, bacteria and viruses outnumber all living organisms on planet Earth. Okay, so when we talk about pathogens and viruses and disease, uh, we're really talking about how do we fight that because it's the number one killer of living organisms, specifically human beings. 99% of all living organisms that has ever uh, uh, breathed the air on planet Earth has been destroyed. You know what I'm saying? Has been extinct. So for human beings, of understanding one, the evolutionary process, all our medicines must be uh, uh, evolutionary minded. And I'm talking about Charles Darwin and I'm talking about Al Jaheed. I'm talking about those who supported evolution. I'm talking about that type of evolution. I'm talking about biological uh, human evolution. Our medicine must be evolutionary minded, right? Thus we created vaccine with evolution in mind to fight against these pathogens. So this is very important for us to really understand that. And you know, that's what I'm here to do to make sure the community is educated. And I just want to make this last statement, not to be long-winded to allow uh, uh, the great uh, Dr. Phil to speak, but like to also say that understanding the world we live in and understanding how to deal with nature is so important. We must never get away from studying nature, which is really the study of science, because science is the study of nature. And as we study nature, we, we will learn how to deal with nature. Very, very important. And this is an Egyptian idea, right? You can go to the, um, believe it's the Rhine Mathematical Papyrus, and it's the rudimentary start of what they're calling the scientific method when it says how to learn about all things through the study of nature. I just wanted to say that. All right, and um, to move on, before we move on, are you saying that you support all vaccines? Or are you picking and choosing? Which one? I don't need no cherry picking. Uh, vaccines are cutting edge, cutting edge science. Okay, all uh, right. It's cutting edge science. Can't, okay. can't get around it, can't beat it. It's not going to be able to do it. All right, just wanted to make sure so I could give uh, Phil some clarity of your, um, you know, of where you're coming from. All right, my brother Phil Valentine, you heard his um, position on the vaccines. Uh, what do you got to say to what Brother Unk just said? Well, again, I'm not in here to debate. I'm here to teach. And over the last 40 years of my experience with the same nature that our beloved brother spoke about in dealing with the same human temple that our beloved brother spoke about, the only cutting edge science is the knowledge of what nature is really like and what her temperaments, what her uh, refusals, what her attitudes are. Once you study her, then you come to know 
that there's no such thing as a cure. There are only consequences. All of what my brother has spoken about is based on the tenets and religious concepts of the medical pharmaceutical church. These are the tenets that speak to the fact that you can be saved by their sacraments. The same way the Christians tell you, you can get to heaven unless you know Jesus. <laughs> it's a faith-based religion, not a science. Every time I put down the word medical or pharmaceutical, and then I put the word science after that, I put a question mark after it because none of what it is that they're talking about, if they knew what nature really was, how nature really operated, they would not do what they're doing. Let's get, let's get this understanding so that people can understand and understand what nature really is about and how she operates within the body complex. What our brother is promoting is what we call poisonopathy. Poisonopathy is the science, the Western science, the Western medical science. It's dealing with the idea that you can poison a body back to health. That is contrary to nature. The so-called antibody that the vaccinations are supposed to enlist or to create was never known to have been created until the vaccination paradigm took place sometime or became mandatory sometime in 1800s. Before then, there was only the inoculations where they would just break the skin. But now in vaccinations, they go past the two primary defense systems of the body. That is the skin and the mucous membrane. What I'm saying is that the substances that exist in a vaccine, the poisons of which I will speak about, aluminum hydroxide, aluminum phosphate, aluminum sulfate, dog kidney, monkey kidney, chick embryos, uh, fetal bovine, formaldehyde, formalin, latex rubber, potassium diphosphate. These are not natural substances. These substances would never find their way into the blood stream. What vaccinations do is to cut directly into the skin and pass the mucous membrane and go directly into the bloodstream and place materials there, poisons, that would never have gotten into the bloodstream. This is not science, this is genocide. Now, what most people don't understand, and I'd like the brother to understand, is that vaccination is surgery. And I will tell you, and I will show you by proof, based upon the American College of Surgeons model bill, an act adopted by the American Medical Association House of Delegates 2007, in order to provide uniformity throughout the several states by definition in statute and administrative code by 25 of the 50 states. The definition of a surgery is as follows. A surgery means a procedure for the purpose of structurally altering the human body by incision or destruction of tissues and is part of the practice of medicine 
for diagnostic and therapeutic treatment of conditions or disease processes by any instrument causing localized alteration or transportation of live human tissue, which includes lasers, ultrasound, ionizing radiation, scaffolds, probes, and needles. So what you are submitting your children to, your newborn, is a surgery. And from what I understand, according to medical ethics, you can seek a second opinion when someone tells you that you need a surgery. So there is no science in it when you take poisons that would never reach the bloodstream. And I will leave you with this before I yield the floor. When a surgeon is getting ready for surgery, he stands at the trough and for five to six minutes, seven minutes, washes his hands from his fingernails all the way up to his elbows. This he does, or she, in order to make sure that there is no transportation of any germs or any kind of materials that would pollute the environment or the surgical theater. But that same surgeon would take the combination of 20 different toxic poisons and against his very oath and against his very protocols of sanitary behavior, take that filth and put it directly into the bloodstream, the crystalline bloodstreams of a newborn baby. There is no science in vaccinations. And the fact that there is over $2.5 billion in the vaccine damage uh, catalog that they put aside in order for vaccine damages, and the fact that thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of people are injured as well as killed by vaccinations precludes any kind of argument that vaccinations are a science. I yield back my time. All right, my brother Unc, um, are you aware of some of the ingredients that's inside of the vaccines? You heard Dr. Phil break down some of them. I would like for you to go ahead and add on to it. And if you dis if you saying you disagree that there are some of those things that uh, Phil Valentine acknowledged that are inside of the vaccine, let's talk about that right there. You got the floor. No, I'm not going to let you. I'm not. I'm not going to let you direct me. Let me deal with uh, vaccinations being a uh, surgery. Uh, let's put it in proper historical context. When inoculation first started, there was a surgery where they kind of cut a slit in your arm and, and put uh, the quote unquote uh, the, the cowpox in your arm. A little bit of it. The Chinese actually um, cut a slit in your arm. No, they didn't. The Chinese actually took a scab off of a person infected by smallpox and ground it up and allowed the patient to sniff it, right? But the Europeans, what they did was they actually cut a slit in your arm and, you know, put the cowpox, a piece of that pathogenic, right? And, and that would give you immunity against the actual smallpox because the proteins in the cowpox and the smallpox are very similar. So the body, you know, recognized that pathogen and protected you and gave you immediate against it. So now, giving a person a needle is no, it's never, it's never called surgery. So I just want to really clear it up. Let's deal with aluminum. Aluminum is not a poison. As a matter of fact, aluminum is the most abundant element after oxygen. Let me read this real quick for you. Let me come to the source real quick. Um, uh, let me use Children's Hospital of Philadelphia. That's a good website for everybody to go to. You get clear information on vaccines. It said aluminum is the third most abundant element after oxygen and silicone 
and it is the most abundant metal making making up most nine percent of earth's crust aluminum is found in plants for all y'all vegetarians you're eating aluminum because it's found in plants soil water and air this is occurring naturally y'all most plants have low quantities of aluminum but a few are known to be aluminum contributors including some types of tea plants grasses and orchards they say aluminum is used extensively in various ways. Aluminum can be found in food-related uh, products, including pots and pans, storage containers, such as beverages, cans, and foil. Okay, aluminum is found in numerous foods and beverages, including fruits and vegetables, beer, wine, seasonings, flowers, cereal, nuts, dairy products, baby formula, and honey. They say typically adults ingest seven to nine milligrams of aluminum per day. Okay, aluminum is used in the manufacturing of airplanes, siding, roofing, material, uh, paints, pigments, fuel, cigarette filters. Aluminum is found in health products, including uh, acetone, buffering, aspirin, okay, and some vaccines. Okay, aluminum and vaccines. Aluminum is used in vaccines as an adjuvant. An adjuvant is a vaccine component that boosts the immune response to the vaccines, adjuvants also allow for lesser quantities of the vaccine and fewer dosages. The adjuvant effects of aluminum were discovered in 1926. Aluminum adjuvants are used in vaccines such as hepatitis A, hepatitis B, uh, a technus containing vaccines, uh, influenza type B. Okay, but they are not used in live viral vaccines such as measles, mumps, and rubella vaccines and rotavirus. So I just want to let you know that this has been tested and tested over and over again. Okay, aluminum uh, in those small levels aren't poisonous or we all would be dead. And I just need to really let y'all understand that aluminum, okay, is not harmful to human beings. It, it, it actually occurs natural in nature and sometimes we kind of forget that and we jump the gun and we jump way out there so i just want to make that point very very clear like you know we're not going to fear aluminum being as though uh vegans ingest uh aluminum all the time i just want to make that point all right brother unk for the future of this um live stream brother I do expect you to answer questions. You could have said all of that after you answered the question I'd asked. Now, um, thank you, my brother King Simon in the chat room for posting Phil Valentine's app, cash app. For those of y'all who would like to show love and support Phil Valentine, King Simon is in the chat room and he's posting the cash app for all of y'all who would like to show love and support to Phil Valentine. Um, can I go back to you, Unc, and ask you about the ingredients now, brother, that Phil have laid down? Do you disagree with the ingredients that Phil laid down in the vaccine? My fault, brother. I thought it was just answering this question. I dealt with one ingredient called aluminum. I thought it was answering the question. Okay. So I right. agree with all the ingredients. That are, I, I agree with all the ingredients that are in vaccines based off of the 20 years it takes to bring a vaccine to market. Based off of using clean rooms. So you do okay. agree that the monkey brain, you do agree that the cow pus and all of that is in vaccine, brother? I Oh, he just made it up. I didn't think anybody would take this seriously. Oh, man. He, can't, he has no, he can't prove that. 
Okay, let's bring back <laughs> Phil Valentine. Phil, and going in, I would like for you, Phil, to um, let me ask you, um, is there any evidence linking vaccines to autism? Because I know a lot of the people that's pro-vaccine will say, well, you know what? Vaccine does not, the autism does not link back to the vaccinations that we take. Where is they getting this from? So are there any evidence, uh, Dr. Phil Valentine, linking vaccines to autism? Well, first of all, um, I've listened to what the brother had to say about aluminum and what the brother had to say about surgery. And it perplexes me uh, to to hear that I read directly from the very church, the, the, the tenets of the very church that he defends. I read verbatim the words that define a surgery. And then he says, no. Well, I'll tell you, truth really doesn't care about one's feelings or what one thinks they know. I'm reading directly from their particular uh, edicts, what a surgery is, and a surgery is also a salt ultrasound. The same things they use to find out whether you have a boy or girl in a woman's stomach. That too is a surgery. And they define it as a surgery. So. If he feels that it is not, then I believe that it is his thinking and his feeling, and it's not the facts. As far as uh, what you say about aluminum, I'm very curious about, uh, you know, the fact that, you know, the aluminum, how someone speaks about aluminum and speaks about what it is and, and, and talks about the, uh, the fact that it's the second most uh, uh, abundant uh, element. Uh, it's, you know, dirt is the number one element under your feet that would you put it into your mouth and say you want to eat it as a nutrition. There's a difference between nutrition and stimulation. And I, I'm reading from facts about aluminum. The aluminum that you're speaking about and the one that you're trying to deal with is organic aluminum. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the one that they process from the the steel manufacturing, the materials that they deal with when they put it in, and the, the offshoot or the runoffs, the same way that they're dealing with it. I'm gonna, I need to take a little bit of time for you to understand about cigarette smokes and its comparison to aluminum ingestion. There are studies that show that toxic metals contribute to brain diseases by producing oxidative stress, and aluminum is one of the worst offenders of that. Aluminum, according to the Washington, D.C. Department of Planet Earth, United States and Canadian regulatory agencies on poison, they're interested in aluminum as a potential risk factors in the elderly's cognitive impairment. It makes sense because research shows aluminum can produce toxic oxidative stress in the brain and a brain autopsy study of elderly persons found them to have aluminum levels of 20 times, 20 times higher than the middle-aged group. I'm not sure what it is that the brother is reading from and what it is that he's actually taking in as truth versus uh, empirical science and what it is that I have had to deal with over the last 40 years of people who have been poisoned, who have brought their children to me, who have gone through the autism spectrum because they've had vaccinations. I'm not sure whether or not the brother has any kind of imperial, as far as imperial 
uh, experiences with the people who've been damaged by vaccinations, but I have. And I also want to speak about the autism because you've asked me a very uh, salient question. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go back to a doctor who deals with the vaccination paradigm. And I want you to take the time to listen to what's being said because it's very, no, 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 I'm not ready. It's very, very important. Uh, this is from Dr. Andrew Molden, an extremely uh, well-known Canadian scientist and researcher in the vaccination paradigm. And I'm taking it from people who have been in the laboratory, not dealing with laboratory information that comes from the, uh, the pharmaceuticals who put out propaganda and not scientific uh, paperwork. The damages from all I'm quoting here, the damages from all vaccines have been clinically silent, but we are all being harmed along the same continuum from clinically silent to terminal disorders and diseases across all organ systems. Ability to measure and provide proof is locked in the brain's function, neurobehavioral, neuropsychiatric, and neurological conditions primarily. Reactions are occurring in all vaccinated people. You are damaged as soon as it hits your bloodstream. In other words, it turns your bloodstream into a cancerous medium immediately afterwards, within several minutes. This is function of two things. Number one, nonspecific immune hyperstimulation, a, pro a process involved in all immune hypersensitivity. Number two, electrostatic instability of blood flow that impairs blood dynamics and oxygen nutrient delivery throughout the body, 60,000 miles of end capillary blood systems and blood uh, vessels units, which are required for life, healing, cellular function, wellness, and health. What they're saying here, family, is that as soon as the vaccination gets into the bloodstream, it begins to coagulate the blood so that it no longer can move through the blood capillaries. This is what creates what is known as an ischemic stroke. And the child begins to scream and cry. You begin to go through a kind of lethargy. There's no oxygen getting to the brain. And what happens is the residual materials, the poisonous materials gets localized in the bowels. And it's the bowels where autism takes place because the poisoning of the bloodstream causes a short circuiting in the hypothalamus and in the pituitary. I will continue. The microscopic blood flow and vessels are being damaged immediately and or delayed, waxing and waning, acute to chronic, clinically silent to symptomatically apparent. One part involves phase changes in blood flow from fluid to gel and back again. This is called sludging of the blood flow. Sludged blood cannot traverse capillary units designed to allow red blood cells which carry oxygen through the capillaries in single file. <clears throat> in other words, the capillaries are so small that the blood cells cannot go through in lumped or in collective forms. They have to go through one at a time. <clears throat> Excuse me, pardon me. In physics, force equals acceleration times mass. As you increase mass, as in sludge blood and agglomeration of other particles suspended in blood flow, including heavy metals and amino acids without a net increase in force, then there is deceleration and no forward flow. Aluminum is a coagulator or what is known as a flocculant. Aluminum has a plus three electrical charge. All positive citations or cations are coagulators. They cause particles 
to mass to come together, agglomerate sediment and to sludge. Aluminum has 84 times the capacity to cause agglomeration or sludging as does sodium, an element with a single positive charge. The agglomeration is caused by the sediment. In other words, aluminum is used in the plants that clean the water systems because they coagulate the filth, the crap, the shit all together so they can scrape it off. It does the same thing to your blood cells and all of the proteins that are in your bloodstream. I continue. We use aluminum in water treatment plants to cause sludging, agglomeration, and flocculation so that impurities in water sediments goes to the bottom. We use aluminum in antiperspirants since they cause sludging and blockage of the perspiration ducts under your armpits. The same sludging is achieved in human tissue and blood flow from vaccinations with aluminum. The ischemic tissue attracts macrophages that attempt to clean up the damaged tissue as well as the sedimented aluminum. The aluminum cannot readily be removed from the tissue since the large positive charge from the aluminum derails the negative electrostatic carrying capacity of the blood where the aluminum has accumulated. The blood vessels, muscle and fascia in the tissue area will be damaged from the ongoing ischemia and the inability to remove aluminum from the area, an electric charge problem. The macrophages and white blood cells will be called to this area to clean up. It is the act of the immune system chronically coming to the tissue area that perpetuates the problem and creates greater disease and the possibility for induction of an autoimmune response and immunological tolerance through energy or energy or energy and deletion. And I finally wrap up with this final saying. Vaccinations are causing impaired blood flow, which is called ischemia. The impairing of the blood flow is called ischemia to the brain and the body from clinical silent strokes. So when you get a vaccination, the fact that you get weak and some of us have a stronger tolerance, but it doesn't mean that your body isn't damaged, which will show up as another disease later on. These ischemic strokes are across the board hitting us all. Have a reason to believe that we are all being affected and all vaccinations are causing the overwhelming rise in autism, specific learning disabilities, attention deficit disorders, sudden infant death, Gulf War syndrome, dementia, seizures, disorders, and cancers. Autistic patients have a what is known as a transcortical motor aphasia, an acquired language disorder in which there is an impairment of any language modality. It may include difficulty in producing or comprehending the spoken word or the written language. This is what happens with people who have dyslexia. Dyslexia is unnatural. It happens to vaccinated children. Isolation of the speech syndrome is what it's called, and the very specific cranial nerve palsies that could only be accounted for by an ischemic stroke. The symptomatologies of schizophrenia, dementia, and research exposure through neuroimaging modalities of the brain and behavioral assessments helps one to actually see what is hidden from the doctor's eyes and all those researchers who are promoting the vaccination paradigm into this genocidal cycle that will be happening over the next 10 to 15 years. Ischemic strokes and the brain damage is what they want to do to the next generation, which is why they're pushing the vaccination paradigm so heavily. I yield back the time. <clears throat> 
Wow, powerful, powerful information. Brother Unk, um, do you want to respond mm -hmm. to the same question that I asked uh, Dr. Phil? And you can also go in on whatever evidence you got. And we was talking about, is there any evidence linking vaccine to autism? Mm. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't say anything about the autism thing. But I just was wondering, where would you read? That I from? think I did say about. Yeah, yeah, autism. he did. He did speak on autism many times, brother. You have to where pay attention. Where did you read that from? Where am I reading it from? I'm reading it from the researchers of the brother I said, the, the, the doctor I spoke about. Yeah, he Dr. did. Dr. Andrew he, Molden. Yeah. I couldn't hear you. Come on, say it again, Dr. Who? Dr. Andrew Molden. One of the leading researchers in the vaccination paradigm. Look him up. Matter of fact, he's just one of them. I just picked him up because he was convenient and I had him at my class. I, picked, I tapped into one of my classes. I have over three hundred. I have over okay. three hundred pages. Okay, now let me let, let me say this first of all. Um, we don't accept one person's research. I'm not saying um, it's one person's research. This is more than one person's research. He's just capitalizing on all the research that's going down. Let me finish. That's my turn. That's my turn. Let me finish. Uh, my turn. We don't accept one person's research. Um, what we need to do is we need to look at the actual peer review of the paper that he wrote. Um, maybe you can give me the name of that paper again, and we'll run over that. I think you look up his name. I got his name, Dr. Um, Andrew Molden. Look him up. I'm not making anything easy for everyone. Oh, oh. No, 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 no. I don't, you, no. I don't need you to make it easy for me. I, I like you to make it hard. What okay. I will <laughs> say is there was a lot of terminology used, uh, vague uh, scientific jargon, and it was a little evasive and a little confusing for the people listening. I would like to just go straight to the point about aluminum real fast. Like I said, it's a natural occurring element. Let me just deal with the aluminum and vaccines. Strictly the aluminum and vaccines. Aluminum contained in vaccines is similar to that found in a liter of infant formula. While infants receive about, listen to the numbers, 4.4 milligrams of aluminum in the first six months of life from vaccines, they receive more than that in their diet. Breastfed infants in just about seven milliliters, milligrams, formula-fed infants in just about 38 milligrams, and infants who are fed by soy formula in just almost 117 milligrams of aluminum during the first six months of life. Now, I make this point very, very clear. It's important. We always tell the sisters to breastfeed because that's the best way to get the nutrients and the best way to get that first protection, right? But when speaking of aluminum, a breastfed baby actually gets more aluminum from breastfeeding than in the vaccine. I'm gonna give you the number one more time. While infants receive about 4.4 milligrams of aluminum in the first six months of life from vaccines, they receive more than that in their diet. Breastfed infants in just about seven milligrams, formula fed infants in just about 38 milligrams, and infants who are fed soy formula in just almost 
117 milligrams of aluminum during the first six months of their life. So maybe you need to tell women to stop breastfeeding and maybe you need to tell them to stop using formula and all that. Maybe they should just figure out something else to eat. But I'm saying is, based off of these studies, based off what I'm reading here, based off what we're talking about, because aluminum is aluminum, that they're getting more aluminum from breastfed than vaccines. And, 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 and I wonder why people don't bring that out. You never hear them say that. All you hear them say is about the harmful effects of aluminum, the harmful effects of aluminum. But they never tell you that the breastfeeding women give their babies more aluminum. I just found that very, very interesting. Now, as for <laughs> autism, as for autism, autism, there, there has been no, I repeat, there has been no scientific proof, right, that autism was caused by vaccines. And I find it very, very interesting that a person that is so well studied as yourself that you wouldn't look at both sides of the argument. I understand both sides of the argument. And what I do understand is, one, first of all, there is no debate in the scientific community although, over whether vaccines work or, with, or whether they're safe or not. That's not a debate in the scientific community at all. It's only a debate in circles where people produce pseudoscientific information and those that are ignorant to science and then they'll get a debate. But the rest of the world understands uh, the importance of vaccination. Uh, matter of fact, uh, being inoculated is really an African thing, and I don't want to get too deep into that right now, but that's cutting-edge science that you find in Africa before the Europeans, right? So I'm going to say this again. Autism, there's no scientific proof that autism uh, is caused from vaccines. You don't have one paper that can prove that. You will give me one pseudo-doctor or one crack doctor, right? But you will never give me a scientific study that shows that. What's the difference between a crack doctor and a scientific study? A scientific study goes around, they call it in the blind, where it'll go through certain communities of science, right? And they'll do the paper. They won't know who it came from, so they can't play the white card or the black card or the Chinese card, right? And they'll test the evidence. They'll run the figures, and they'll see what they come up to. Giving me a paper written by a doctor, that's not like Dr. Mayall talked about the hierarchy in science. We don't use that around here. Now, we used to when we was growing and trying to figure out this thing, but now that we're well-equipped and scientifically literate, man, we already know. So, so there is no documented proof on planet Earth so far. I'm going to say so far because that's important to leave it open because we're always constantly studying, but there is nothing that would ever verify that autism, you know what I'm saying, was caused by vaccines. But let me give you something that you might want to look up there. Let me show you something that might help us out in this cause of autism, right? We might want to look at Neanderthal and Gina Sobin. Look up Neanderthal and Gina Sobin, right? And you'll figure out that their genes, right, that are left in modern humans, their genes might play a role in causing autism in humans. You should look that up. Go to the Journal of Science and type that in, and you'll see that those genes from Dinosovin and Neanderthal may play a role in causing autism. And by the way, autism is on a spectrum, okay? And autism actually starts to formulate in the womb. Long time before vaccines are introduced, to the child, that's one thing. They do uh, 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 brain scans, right? And they can look at the gray matter in a developing fetus 
okay, and tell that maybe this baby might develop autism in the womb. Now, it actually starts to show itself around 18, 19 months, around the same time the baby starts to get this full load of vaccines. So I can understand a mama looking into the eyes of their one-year-old kid and seeing that kid is kind of, you know, being responsive and, and, and doing their thing and, and, and back and forth. But then after about 18 months, after they took their vaccinations, all of a sudden, right, that uh, the baby's not responding, and they take the baby and they say, well, your child has developed autism. Okay. So I can understand that. But that's still not evidence just because you started to develop autism around the time you got vaccine that it was the vaccines that caused the autism. Because like I said, autism occurs in the womb. As a matter of fact, they got about 99 genes associated with autism right now. So it's genes. So how in the world does they watch this? You would have to prove to the listening audience, right, that the ingredients in a vaccine, that the antigens in a vaccine actually, okay, can cause those genes to mutate to cause autism. You would have to prove that. They haven't proved any of that. I'll close with that. Okay, and uh, it's very interesting. <laughs> Thank you very much, brother. It's very interesting that uh, when I named off most of what it is, we're not talking about antigens, which essentially are made from biological materials. We're talking about chemistry. We're talking about toxins that do not belong in the body in concentrated doses. So when I speak to you about mercury, I'm talking about thimerosal or methylate. I'm talking about mercury that has been conditioned and changed from what it is in nature to what it is that they use to form planes, to form your chairs, to form whatever it is that you said earlier. We're not speaking about that. And let's go back to you talking about breastfeeding women or breastfeeding women giving uh, mercury to their children. Mercury and the concentrates that you're speaking about do not exist in the human body naturally. So whatever it is that the, the science is giving you now is based upon decades, years of them doing or putting or using, breathing, sucking in these toxins. We cook with aluminum. So yes, the materials are gonna be in the food. So you're gonna have traces of that material. Aluminum, once it's heated, is one of the most unstable materials there is. So when you see aluminum or you cook in aluminum pots, you are getting the particulates from that toxin in your food. That's why we never wrap, we never use aluminum foil, or we never cook in any of those things because the particular aluminum and the way it's been forged for public use is toxic. And it's very interesting how, how most of the people who agree with you uh, just get past the, the idea that there is embalming fluid, formaldehyde, that's placed in there as an adjuvant. Nobody speaks about the uh, latex, which is toxic. Nobody speaks about the fact that there is sorbitol. Nobody speaks about the fact that there's neomycin. Nobody speaks about the fact that there's uh, uh, mercuries and herpes viruses that are placed in there. They said they're killed, but the body is an intelligence. It's not just something that responds because you say, or you impose your will upon it. Science that you're speaking about is simply the science that comes directly out of the pharmaceutical church to verify their reasonings for pushing the vaccination paradigm. Now, it's interesting you said to me that you prove that there's so many whistleblowers that are being done. Matter of fact, a few of them were killed when they wanted to come out and speak about what's going on with the CDC. There was a CDC whistleblower who came out. His name is Dr. William Thompson. You look him up. 
And he did not, he was not able to get uh, whistleblower status because uh, the pharmaceuticals have such a lobby uh, that uh, pays off the Congress that information such as this does not get out. Now, I want to go back first before I get with uh, Dr. William Thompson, who wanted to come forth and speak about what the vaccines were doing, particularly to black boys. Now, when you speak about the vaccine, uh, the, the chemicals or the aluminum that is in children, first of all, we say to women, uh, first of all, before they even get pregnant to purify the body, we give them some specific materials like the cell desiccated chlorella in order to get the heavy metals out of their system. Most of what it is that they're testing are the poisonous people and the people that they're speaking about that you're talking about the mothers transferring that amount or that percentage of uh, aluminum, they're all been vaccinated. They all cook the same way. They all imbibe the same types of poisons in their homes and out in their workplaces. So we tell the mothers who come to us, they must go through a pure, a, a very strong detox. And one of the key layers of the bloodstream is cell desiccated chlorella. We also tell people that there is a substance that is used, a homeopathic substance that is used for warts that usually works with getting rid of heavy metals. And that's Fugia, T-H-E-J-A. You can also use tinctures of cilantro. But the heavy metals is what we're talking about. You are focusing on the science, and it's just, again, it is not a true science because they leave out the fact that when you speak about putting in the organic materials, like the monkey, uh, the monkey, uh, the, the horse urine, and the monkey brains, and, and the cow pus, what you're speaking about is what is known as variola. Okay, variola was just pricking the top of the skin to get that reaction. Again, we're not speaking about what we did in Africa or India or in China at that time. It was after Edward Jenner began to talk about the, the vaccination and how to use cow pus, which he essentially in his book, he put out, it didn't really talk about any damn thing after that. He just, uh, I'll give you the name of his book if you wish. Uh, let me find his book for you. I got the book. Okay, if you got the book by Edward Jenner, that particular became that particular book by Edward Jenner became the catechism for going forward with an industry. Now, as soon as Edward Jenner's philosophy got caught up, there was no such thing as, for instance, leprosy in Hawaii. As soon as they introduced the Jenner paradigm in Hawaii, leprosy shot through the roof. Okay, that was from vaccination. Now, going back to the to the to the point where I wanted to speak, and, I, and again, I, I don't want to get this into a into a, um, a, a debate because it seems like it's it's degenerating into a debate, and I don't want to get into that type of nonsense. I know what it is dealing with, and it's, it's nonsense. It's nonsense because you have a you have a, a belief. I have empirical science that is contested and proven. You're dealing with the information and the propaganda that is given by the pharmaceuticals and the pharmaceuticals will always justify their material, just like they did with the AIDS virus and the HIV. They got rid of the scientists who found out about the fact that the so-called HIV to AIDS didn't work. So they got rid of him real quick and they started pushing the AIDS, vi the AIDS virus as a HIV to AIDS. It's the same thing. They even have it so that there's something called the Nuremberg Code where since vaccination is not an exact science, since so many people are injured and are dying from vaccinations, 
and that thing that you're talking about, where which where the mother may have the child may have it in the in the womb, that's because the mother's toxic. That's because the mother's imbibing, and nine times out of ten, they gave her a vaccination. So yes, all the toxins that do not exist in the body, a natural body, a healthy body, is being introduced there artificially. So yes, it's showing up in all of their research. So what you're doing, what they're doing, is researching their own mistakes, their own. Uh, uh, sciences and all their own lack of science, and they're, they're poisoning the atmosphere, they're poisoning the food, they're poisoning the water, and then they're telling you, look, here's what everything in the human, this is what's natural in the human. No, today we are poisoned. Most of us are toxified because of what we eat, because of what we breathe, and because of what we drink. And vaccinations have at least 75 different types of poisons that they put into the bloodstream. And to do that, and not only that, India just kicked uh, what's your boy Gates out of India because he introduced that uh, Gardasil vaccination and 192 children, young girls, dropped dead. He is now in the Supreme Court in India up on charges of, uh, of, uh, of, of manslaughter because of his vaccination paradigm. He was testing it out on the poor black, uh, black uh, what he called the Dalits. He was testing it out on the Dalits and they were dropping like flies. All right, so whatever it is that you have is propaganda. And I don't wanna deal with propaganda. I'm gonna deal with teaching facts, all right? And you want me to introduce these pieces of information? Sure, but in this short period of time, for me to start getting all the information about vaccinations causing autism, huh, we'd be here all night. You do the research, brother, and look at it on the other side and deal with empirical science not propagandic science. Are you back and brother, I may have, you know, if this is gonna be this back and forth, I don't wanna deal with it because I know what the truth is because I have had to deal with it for the last 40 years. Okay, what we're gonna do is I'm gonna ask you another question, Uncle, then I'm gonna open up the line so it won't be <laughs> no, back and not forth. Gonna do that. You let me address them, bro. And brother, listen, listen, Unc, hold on, brother. You can't keep controlling, bro, brother. Brother, listen, brother, on, brother, can you calm down now, while the host is speaking, it. brother? I'm not. Man, what did you, you do? Some like, brother, I'm so asking you a question. Yeah, so. Calm down, brother. You're not asking me nothing. Wow. You, you, you filibuster me. When I you ask you the question, you could go into to answering it, and then I you could deal what you want to deal with, brother. I don't need brother. you to respond to what he said. I don't need you to Who ask said, um, hold on, who said you can't? Hold on, hold on, brother. Who said? Who said you can't respond to what he's saying? Once I I'm ask you the question, you, you can respond, bro. Brother, you All right, hold on, Unc, 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 Unc. Sit back, me. sit back, Unc. Let me ask Phil then. Being that you don't want to answer questions, Phil Valentine, how oh, man, does... I know you know what you're doing. Hold on, hold on, hold on, Unc. Phil Valentine, how does the overall health of unvaccinated children compare to the overall health of vaccinated children. You understand what I'm saying, Phil, what I'm asking you? Oh, yes, I do. Yes, uh, I do. Deal I with that, because that's all I was going to ask the brother. He could have answered that and then went into answering what you was talking about. That's how we always well, do it. But go ahead, Phil. I, well, I, I ask you. I'll just say. You know how you uh, did it for him, though, brother. You didn't do him like that. You allowed him to speak first. That's what you did. Uh, all right, brother. All right, brother. Let me, if it's possible, like I said, brother, um, I would rather talk directly to the, the family. I want to answer your question by saying that there was a test, many tests have been done, and it seems that vaccinated children end up becoming more sick and more susceptible to diseases 
uh, specifically the flu shot. The flu shot, they said, is the most dangerous thing ever uh, put out there in the population because more people have been injured and died. That's a statistical fact that he can look up and everybody can look up and find for themselves. It is a fact, it is a tested fact, and, they, and, and I challenge the people out there to go and check it out, that children who are unvaccinated have greater health, have more mental acuity, are, are, are happier, and uh, even have a, uh, a level, an intelligence quotient or IQ higher. And this is scientific fact, the same science that is being used out there to promote vaccinations. There is a science that shows that the cessation or those who nurture their children with natural foods and cleansing and with the proper food substances like we chose juice plus and so forth. These children are excelling. They are happier and they are stronger. And there are no speech impediments. There are no uh, no sleeps. Some children have narcolepsy. I've been dealing with a child that has narcolepsy, and this happened two weeks after vaccination. Never happened before. I'm dealing with that child right now with the vaccination that has narcolepsy. The child falls asleep, sometimes standing up, and I, that, that that no nobody can separate that particular part. So I would say this to you and all the family out there, brother. Again. Uh, this seems to be deteriorating into a, uh, a back and forth and playing, uh, you know, uh, you know, some kind of game. And I don't want to do that. I want to get into teaching and possibly ask, answering some of the questions okay. of the brothers and sisters that are listening. All right. So um, we're going to open up the phone lines. We're going to yeah, open really, Sonetta. Really, brother, because you don't want to answer questions, brother. I'm not going really, through all really, of that. Really, I'm saying. Y'all got to stop with Hold the on. emotions, man. Y'all get too listen, emotional listen, all the man. time, brother. Check this out, man. This is what I'm not appreciating. One, I'm not appreciating you playing the game. Two, I'm not appreciating Dr. Phil making this complete statement, right? Then all of a sudden, when I respond with proper information, now all of a sudden it's a back and forth. It never was that. It was a very cool, calm, and collected conversation until you jumped in, Sarnetta. When it was my turn, you could have let me finish what I was saying, then allow me to answer the question, bro. You don't you don't do him like that. You let him you let him respond to me. Brother, I right? allowed you to finish. I you never, never cut you off, Unc. I waited until you Listen, finished, I brother. Sometimes you gotta answer said, the bro. host questions though, bro. You can't just be talking. No, so if I have hold on, listen, listen. I am. I got a lot of questions set up right here for y'all, but the brother don't want to, he don't want it to go into that, and I agree with him. So we're going to just open up the floor for questions, brother. That's all. So you could, really you you could still, all it's saying? not about letting nobody get away. It's not about that. If okay, you were to calm down, uh, you could have you nah, answered not, the I brother question. I am calm. It's you keep saying I'm not calm and make it seem that way, bro. Like I'm tired of you playing me silly. You don't play the doctor silly like that. Brother, I don't know what the hell you're talking about, man. That's all in your mind about me trying to play you silly. That's in your mind. We shouldn't even be arguing right now in front of the people like this, brother. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and you know call it a night if I can leave my number. All right, brother. If this doesn't this doesn't if this doesn't proceed further. If I don't get in, you know, get start to talk to the family. And brother, this is no aspersions to you. I'm just saying to you that the, my last answer was an answer to your for your response. All I did was answer your response. We can keep on going back and forth, like I said, all night long with the counter information. What I'm saying is, I answered what you said, and that should have closed it off right there. 
But what I'm saying is we should then be able to talk to the people and then be able to speak yes, what sir. it is we need to speak. Yes, sir. You yes, see sir. what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Go ahead, Brother Sonny, and open the lines. Call from. All right. Peace and Black Power yeah, family. What's your name and where you calling from? I'm calling from um, Los Angeles. All right. Do you have any questions for Unc and uh, Phil Valentine on the line? Uh, yeah, my name is uh, Chris Flacco. Yes, sir. Go ahead, brother. We hear you. Uh, yes. Um, I got about three questions. Man, but, uh, you get how, one how question, can I, man. Can I ask? One, because we got a huh? lot of callers calling in. Ask one, call back in. Okay, I got one. Um, I think... Hello? Yes, we're here. Yeah, yeah. I think the only way we can wake up... The only, uh, the only way we can wake up the black family is we feed them. What? And I, I think the only way we can wake up the black family is if we feed them. Like, the white men have EBT, we need BBT. That's the only way our queen will listen to us if we feed them. All right, brother. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, brother. Well, I thought that's what can we're doing anyway, feeding them intellectually. At this right. point, they can go back and feed themselves physically after we tell them intellectually what to eat, what to do, and so forth, hopefully. All right. Call from. All right. Peace, peace, family. What's your name and where you calling from? Turn it down in the background. Turn it down in the background. What's your name where you calling from? All right, let's get rid of that caller. All right, let's get these callers in, y'all. Let's get these callers in. We ain't got too much time here. All right, let's get it in, y'all. Unc, you want to say something while we waiting on the call, bro? Uh, yeah, I just want to um, say something about formaldehyde. Formaldehyde is essential in human metabolism and is required for the synthesis of DNA and amino acids, which is... Call from... The truth about what formaldehyde does. Right? Let's talk, beloved. I beloved. I know, beloved. But let me see. You see, you're speaking about the natural formaldehyde that is created based upon the bodies uh, formulating the specific chemicals out of natural food. We're not talking about what it is that the body creates in order to function. And the things that you're speaking about is based upon an organic internal process. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about. The I didn't artificial... want to go back and forth. I didn't want to go back and forth. I understand, sir. I just but I'm just saying. That's all. I understand. That's all. I just wanted to make a statement because. But I wanted to clarify it for the But I understand. Yeah, I, I wanted to clarify. Brother, that's childish. That's childish, brother. Don't do that. Listen, I don't want to do that. That's childish. All right, okay, hold on. All right. Just listen to it. Peace and before, black power. The formaldehyde you're speaking about is organic formaldehyde created by the body's own chemical processing system. Go ahead, brother. All right. What's your name and where you calling from? Peace, peace. What's your name where you calling from? All right. Let's get these callers in, man. Damn. Let's get these callers in. 
All right. Peace to you. Peace to you. What's your name? Where you calling from, sir? I hear you got a lot of noise in the background. Is that you? Yeah, I'm outside, actually. Can you hear me? You hear me better now? I hear you real clear, Brother Rich. Go ahead. Is Dr. Valentine still on the line? Yes. Yes, I am, brother. Okay, peace, brother. Peace, peace. peace. Um, I, I definitely enjoyed the talk. Uh, we got we got Unc on the line, too, Rich. Yeah, I definitely enjoyed the talk with Dr. Valentine and the brother Unc. Uh, my question is, uh, you know I'm riding with Dr. Valentine 100% with this. My cool. question uh, for Dr. Valentine, I'm curious as to are any uh, are any coaches doing vaccine the proper way? If I'm saying this is uh, it's of African origin, is there any coaches in existence where you can say that's how you do vaccines? We got corrupted. We uh, the, the government's in for it for the money. It's a billion dollar industry. But let's look at this culture. And this is how you do it the right way. Well, if you if you wish to use toxins as a means of agitating the body into a health state, the best hold on, hold on, Phil, is... hold on, Phil. Rich, put your phone on mute right quick because you got a lot of noise. Okay, go ahead, right. go ahead, Dr. Right. Phil. If if you wish to use poisons or toxoids as a means to agitate the body into a healing response, then you can go to the homeopathic spectrum. There are homeopathic materials that are titrated from toxins that the body can assimilate, and they are titrated to such a degree that they do not assail the defensive system. And you can cause the body to become agitated based upon the materials that are congruent with the disease function itself. So the body is in a disease state because that is a natural expression of health. So if there's a particular type of material in the system creating a symptom or a disease, there is a way for you to homeopathically accelerate the healing process by using certain titrations in homeopathic formula that emulate or imitate the very symptom that you're dealing with at the same time. So what the body sees when you take that homeopathic is that the disease is amplifying and so it amplifies its own healing uh, mechanism to do that. It is not the same as dumping the concentrates of a vaccine directly into the bloodstream. It is taken through the salivary glands and in there it goes through the process of determination, of intelligent determination by the cells and it distributes it in that manner. So yes, there are ways for you to use that process, but again, the best way for you to stay healthy is to use the products that the body recognizes. Okay, there's something, there's something I give to my clients. You need to put in the body what the body recognizes and utilizes, recognizes and utilizes. And there's a difference between stimulation and nutrition. There are products we put in our system that stimulate us, but does not give us nutrition. The stimulants are toxic to the body because it robs you of your energy while giving it to you in the immediacy, immediately. So what you do is you make sure that, say you can't, you don't jones for an apple. When you eat an apple, you don't get a feed for an apple because an apple is natural. But if you take ice cream or co cocaine or whatever, then the body immediately reacts, gives you its reaction. You think that that's what the body is being, get, being given from that toxin but then again, it takes away from you when, uh, I guess, when you, when you get the relapse after you come down from it. It's the same thing all around. 
when you take food, when you take something that the body recognizes and utilizes, you don't feel anything but health. Health is the storing and the accumulation of vital force, not the exhaustion of it. So I, if, you want, if you want to uh, call me and I can give you a few things that could help if in the case that the child goes through a cleansing reaction, because it's natural, the child, every time the child gets a cold, it's every time your child gets a cold, the body is teaching itself how to immunize itself. Okay, there's, there's natural immunity, which the mother gives with the first colostrum of the breast, and there's unnatural immunity, which the doctor wants to hook you on so that he makes you a patient and a client for the rest of your life. So call me, and we can go over a few of the spectrums of the homeopathic remedies that could help you in the same way. All right. Uh, um, do you want to respond to Rich's question as well, or are you good? Uh, that's just a lot of just a lot of misinformation right there, and the show is too short. To really I said, do you want to respond to Rich information? Rich question. Um. Yeah. No. No. Uh, vaccine. Okay. All right. So come on. Call from. All right. Hello? Peace, family. What's your name? Where you calling from? Oh, I'm calling from Alabama. All right. Yeah. Do you have a question, sir? Oh, the only thing I had to say was uh, I think you need to trademark powerful. Excuse me? I think you need to trademark that, but I love the discussion. Keep pushing. All right. Thank you. Call from. Excuse me? All right. Peace, brother. What's your name? Where you calling from? Hey, this is Jeremiah Judah. All right, Jeremiah. What's on your mind, brother? I got a question uh, from Dr. Phil. I was I was wanna ask him, did he uh do he try actually trust these people that's shooting us up with these vaccines? Because if you if you if you if you uh go back in history they, they got the uh, Tuskegee syphilis experiment. Mm -hmm. Uh we got we also have uh, uh Bill Gates over in Africa. Right mm -hmm. now they say that he he's uh poisoning a bunch of our people. Mm, I want yeah. to know did he did he did he hear anything about this? Yes, I did, brother. And it's very much the first thing it's it happened it happened in India. Like I said, they kicked Gates out his his company and him out of India. He's no longer allowed back in India because 192 of the girls that he experimented on in the poor communities died, and the rest of them were crippled. He even vaccinated boys with the uh, Gardasil, and they too were crippled. In fact. I have another webinar. I don't know if you've ever uh, hit to my webinars. I have a webinar co called um, Retcon 2020 Word War One. That's W-O-R-D, Word War One. And it's called, it's a resynchronization of reality. And we're dealing with what is called Agenda 2030, where the roots of the Rothschilds and the Club of Rome's genocidal plan is beginning with the vaccination paradigm around the world. And right. uh, what I was wanting to say, you, you know, I didn't want this to become contentious, but the one thing I wanted to, uh, to, to make sure that people understand is that what the vaccinations do, especially when it, cause, it causes disruptions in fertility, is uh, it causes what is known as apoptosis. It accelerates the apoptotic uh, condition of the blood. In other words, apoptosis is the time frame for the cell to die. And what happens with vaccinations, there is a cycle for each cell 
to live and then to go through its purpose and die. What vaccinations do is accelerates the life cycle so that you age faster, so that you go through whatever, so whatever is genetically wrong with you will come to the surface faster. And since, since vaccinations damage your genetics, then they essentially are seeding other uh, preliminary diseases that will show up later on in your children. Now, if, you know, what most people are gonna say that it's schlock, but I, I ask you brothers and sisters out there who know me for the last 40 years, I'm not correcting everything, but at least 90% of what I'm saying about health and this whole societal situation has come to pass. And I'm not lying to my people and I don't pass schlock off to my people. I'm telling you brothers and sisters, vaccinations are dangerous and they kill and they cripple. Right. So what I wanna also say is that the way that they're going to offset the fertility is the head of the sperm has a specific uh, 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 material that lines up to the egg once it meets. The head of the sperm that's gonna penetrate opens up and it, it, it is attracted to the sperm's outer pellucida or zona pellucida by a specific energy frequency that the egg gives off. What the vaccinations do and what the 5G and all the rest of these things are gonna do is it's gonna disrupt the ability for the sperm to be able to penetrate the egg. And they've already got experiments on that. Now, I'm, like I said, in my webinar coming up in a couple of weeks, I'm gonna be speaking about how all of the vaccinations and all of the things, the new 5G and all of these that the people are not aware of are going to be affecting the birth rate as it's already been affecting the birth rate and the health of our children come, uh, by the time uh, 2050 comes around. So if you That's want information right. about that webinar, uh, uh, if, I, if I may, at the pleasure of Brother Sarneta, uh, yeah. uh, I would leave you information so that we can get that, uh, get that webinar out there to the brothers. All right, um, do you want to talk on that? Uh, to promote this information like this, um, there is no verifiable evidence on anything uh, that that he's talking about right now. And it's no disrespect. The reality of the situation is, I'm in a situation where I'm hearing this, and I know it can't be backed up and proven to verify. Uh, Dr. Phil's been in the community for about 30 years, 40 years, and he's a dynamic speaker. You know what I'm saying? I get all of it, and he put his words together excellent. So I can't stand up to that. To that, but what I can stand up to is go back and listen to everything that both of us said and research it and figure out who's really promoting white people information as opposed to this international community of people's information. So misinformation is dangerous, and this is proof positive right here. It's dangerous. Vaccines have been researched right forever, starting off in Africa. And they did it the way that uh, Phil said they didn't do it. They did. They put the cowpox in the arms of people in Africa, right? And that helped for smallpox. They did that. Okay, so misinformation, I'm going to tell y'all right now, misinformation sounds real, real good right about now. Go ahead, brother, sir. All right, peace and black power family. What's your name? Where you calling from? Peace, brother, son. Another brother, Roy. Just want to ask a quick question. Go ahead, brother. Uh, yeah, so... Brother Uncle Phil, uh, so I'll be honest with you guys, I'm not as knowledgeable on vaccinations as you two sound to be. However, I do know enough to ask the question to both of you. Um, 
despite y'all's official position with vaccinations, do y'all believe that the United States government is utilizing vaccinations for uh, genetic and biological warfare against our people's population here in the United States? And are these the same vaccinations that Elijah Muhammad told our people in the 60s and mm-hmm. 70s don't utilize? Mm. We'll get to go first. Can I go first? Go ahead, bro. Go ahead, bro. No, that's all. Yeah, all that's a bunch of misinformation. People won't tell you about the pandemic in 1918, where just about 5% of the human population was wiped out. They won't talk about that. They'll talk about nature is killing you more than the white man, quote unquote, is killing you. Uh, In your own communities, we're killing each other more than any other race is killing us. So maybe we need to focus on our own community and get away from the conspiracies. As soon as you hear a conspiracy, I'm saying your, your ears need to perk up. I, I May I? That, that is, sir. Okay, well, I thought you finished. I'm yes. sorry. Go ahead, brother. No, sir. I'm sorry, sir. I'm saying the human population would not be where it is today if not for the African invention of inoculation. So this war that we got against inoculation, that's a white man thing. So while the European, right, in Stockholm, Europe, or Stockholm, Sweden, was anti-vaccination, which is very selfish. That's a selfish, racist movement. The African was in West Africa doing it in step because of herd immunity and helping out the whole community. They was thinking about everybody, not a couple people's thoughts and feelings on the situation. So no, the government is not. As a matter of fact, whoever just, whoever just said that, brother, if you really thought that they was uh, putting biological warfare and whatever you just said on us, then you're weak. Because you should storm the government right now if you really thought that. Go ahead, sir. Yes. Uh, first of all, the, the pandemic of 1918 was spread by vaccinations. And yeah. now you need to look that up. That's number one. Number two, as far as what I'm saying is being conspiracy, my brother, you know, if you want to insult me, just come right out and say it. Because, like I said, I do not I'll think I'll come right out and say it, Doctor. Frivolous. Wrong with that. And you just okay. About it's frivolous. That it's frivolous. It is frivolous to say that, in a dismissive way, brother, that based upon what you have learned in your science, dismisses what I learned in my science. I came about from the vaccination paradigm. And I studied what was not being given to me by the very people that fed you your information. The reason why they have a product, the reason why they have a lobby, the reason why they, they, they set it so that there is no, uh, they made it so that they bullied Congress into making sure that the vaccination uh, paradigm or the pharmaceuticals are no longer liable for the damages that vaccinations give. They actually take it out of the tax dollars now. And that's based on the lobbying of the pharmaceuticals so that they know that their product is toxic and poisonous and they don't want to pay for it. They offload the liabilities to you after they damage you. So they don't take it up. They, this is a win-win for the pharmaceuticals. They don't even have to deal with that. So as far as the, the, the sciences and, and what, what this brother was asking about, and what his brother saying, I say to you, brother, yes, there is a direct conspiracy to deal with that. In fact, if you listen to Bill Gates, go to a TED talk and listen to what Bill Gates said 
about diminishing the population on the planet that my brother is speaking about. And where is he starting it? In Africa and India where brown people are. What he said, and I'm paraphrasing to the family, he said, we have to find ways in order to uh, stop the growth of populations. And he said this, and he said, perhaps we should be using vaccinations. Maybe one of the ways that we do that. Now we found out that there is a toxoid in, I think it's HCB or HBC, I forgot what it's called, but it's actually a human uh, chronogenic or chronogenic, I don't remember this um, uh, material that once you vaccinate the, the woman with it, she can't hold a baby. They found it in the tetanus vaccinations that they gave to the women in the Philippines. The doctor there, this was a doctor, this was a, a straight up surgeon who came out and spoke about the fact that they laced it with HCG, I believe it's called, a human hormone that once you put too much of that in there, it does not allow the woman to hold on to the child and the woman spontaneously aborts. That was the vaccination that they gave to those people, to the women and all the young girls in the Philippines. So I'm not just coming out to speak against you, brother, or anybody else who has their own opinion about it. I'm dealing with the science and the materials that do not reach CNN, the materials that do not reach NSNBC, that do not reach Fox News, because the pharmaceuticals make sure that they have bought and sold and bought and paid for. You do not get the information I'm giving you about vaccinations on the six o'clock news. And that's all I have to say on that, brother. All right, what I wanna do, what I would like to do right quick is to let these brothers close out while it's still respect in the air. I don't wanna end this on no bad note. So I would like, no. for, um, I would like for the brother Unc, Unc, um, I would like for you to close out, sir. But before you close out, let me ask you a question. Um, do you do you um do you vaccinate your children, your family? Are you saying vaccines is all right for us to vaccinate our children? Would you vaccinate your children with the flu vaccine and with these other vaccines? Um? Yeah, so yeah, and Doctor Phil was vaccinated too, though he ain't telling nobody. That. Hold on, brother, just answer the question, brother. You saying that you will yeah, vaccinate? So yeah, you're saying that you vaccinate your children with the of flu vaccine? Everything. That's why they don't got chicken pops, measles, mumps, and none of that. Me and okay. you put that growing up, son. Okay, just asking you, brother. That's all. Hey, I'm just making, hold on. I'm making a point here. My my children don't even know what chicken pops is, measles, or mumps is. Okay. I thought that. They, the measles thing didn't come out until uh, 1967 when I was born. Chicken pops a little bit later. Vaccine. So what I'm saying is the vaccination that that, that 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 my children got and my cousin's children got, they don't even see none of these diseases. It's called out of sight, out of mind. So I just like to know, uh, uh, Dr. Phil, did, have you ever taken a vaccination in your life before? Okay, just to, just to answer your question, brother. Yes, I was vaccinated while I was living in Trinidad with my grandparents and I almost died. And what happened to me at that point was I developed a very chronic case of asthma which I helped kill myself or heal myself when I came over here and went onto the path at 18 years of age. So yes, I almost died from it. So vaccinations gave you uh, asthma? Yes, it did. How did I know you was gonna say that? <laughs> you my man. Don't brother, you? brother, brother, I'm not here. I'm not here to be facetious. Why would you want to mock what I said to you? 
I'm not here to try to go one up on you. I'm gonna be honest with you. Like I said, I just personally think you made that up. And I'm not being disrespectful. I just don't believe that. Well, I, I mean, I mean, that's your, that's your. Everybody knows. Everybody who's been. Well, yeah, brother. I know you want to say that. You want to yeah. say that because you're playing one-upsmanship. You're not looking no, not. for science. Yes, you are, brother. Listen, I'm older than you are, and I know yes. when I'm hearing games. Now, listen to what I'm saying to you. I am not going to lie to you, or I don't need the. I don't need no brownie points. I'm an elder. I'm I'm 70 years of age. I don't need to prove anything. I'm past my prime. And, and I don't I don't need to, you know, find girls or, or have women like me or nothing like that anymore. Correct. I'm here to teach. And like I said, I am open and the students that I have know this story. All right? I'm the people who are private to me know this story. But that that's true. Um Phil but, um, um Phil Ben said that years ago about the um, about him getting ready to die over vaccine. He said that years ago, brother. Brother, I'm not I'm not here to I'm not here. I'm not here to fabricate anything, and that is disingenuous, and it sounds like you, you know, you you just want to mock, and that's disrespectful. You. That's not fair. Listen, yes, brother, because you you're telling me that you tell me I made it up, Listen, and that's I'm, that's an, that's offensive. That's offensive. Okay, I'm not going to lie to you. You get what? Listen, I apologize. What I'm saying is, I just don't believe that. That is my right as a functioning human being to say. I don't believe that, sir. Do you have any documentation that it was a vaccine that almost killed you? It's, I can ask that question. We're in the vaccine. It's, it's you know, again, again, like I said, I know what happened. And okay. I told, and, and my sister knows what happened. My grandparents, got the dead, know what happened. And like I said, okay. for you to tell me you don't believe me when I say I certain say things, right? you can, you can say you don't believe me. But you're saying it in a mocking way, and you're saying you said I made it up. No, brother, I'm going to use your words. I made that up. Now you're trying that you said you said I believe you made you said go back and listen to the tape, brother. You said it. Wait a minute, I don't back. I don't. You said you said, brother. You said you said I believe you made that up. And I did not. Yes, I did. Right. And once I right. and once it offended you, I said I apologize. I don't, no, no, it's not about that. It's not about that. It's not about that. If I did not address that, you would not have apologized. So I'm saying to you, brother. I'm, I'm saying to you, brother. Listen, I don't want to get into that with you. I don't want to get into that with you because it is disrespectful. I would never have said that to you. I am not calling your personal experiences a lie. Okay. Okay. You know. What? So what I'm saying. Do not account. It does I not am saying to you. You said to me. All right. No. Um, you hold on. Um, door, um, brother. Hold on. Brother, you opened the door by asking I'm me if I took a vaccination. Right. Uh, you opened the door. And I said no. I no, brother. You. Listen to me. Experiences aren't used in science. I just brother. All right. Brother, um, well, um, no. We're gonna let you close oh, out, and we're gonna let Dr. Phil close out, and we're gonna end the show. We're going to end it on a great note. Uh, go ahead, brother uh, Unk. I'll give you the floor to close out so we can move forward and then let Phil close out. Go ahead, brother. So in these conversations with vaccines, everybody going to have their personal uh, a story. Well, my aunt got sick when she took the flu shot, right? Well, I know somebody down the street around the corner died from a vaccine, right? You're going to hear all these stories. You're going to hear people try to mix and match what science is and what science is not. Uh, what, what, what Dr. Phil is talking about is not science. 
He has not brought any sign. As a matter of fact, he tried to mix. He tried to say empirical signs because I'm talking about empirical signs. Then he tried to mix it with the signs that I had. There is no what science that Brother Unk has. There is no what science that Dr. Phil has. It's just science. And science does not have a color. We know the first place where they breathed science was in Africa. So to be anti-science is to be anti-African. To be anti-vaccine is to be anti-African. We need to stop following white people. Dr. Phil, every source he gave you was from. Hey, one, um, yo, um, I, you know this is not a debate. You in debate mode? I'm not debating <laughs> because I'm not you in debate you're mode. taking it personal. You making it a personal. Mode. I'm not taking it personal. Okay. Brother, I know you got. A, I know you got a whole serve. All right, brother. Well, say. come on, man. Say you things without using I the other party's Phil. name and all that. Let's go. Um, okay. Close all out. Right. So listen, you know I respect Dr. Phil. We all grew up listening to Dr. Phil. Man, he has helped me as far as with religion and Christianity, Islam. Man, he's a great speaker on that. But when it comes to science, man, he's wrong at two left feet. No matter how old he is, has nothing to do with it. Being an elder has nothing to do with this conversation. It's all about scientific literacy. And I'm saying that Dr. Phil is scientifically illiterate. And I'm done with it. And that's not being disrespectful. It's the truth. All right. Thank you, brother. Uh, it's so interesting. It's so interesting the double speak and the type of cognitive dissonance that I'm listening to when he says that those who say no to uh, to the the science that the European has uh, created through Edward Jenner's philosophy is saying no to that is saying uh, siding with white people, yet still it's white people who own the pharmaceuticals, it's white people who have the, uh, the, the doctors that are injecting you, it's white people that's going around the world teaching people that this is what they need through the pharmaceuticals, making billions, no, trillions of dollars a year. So which white are you talking about? You're still talking to white man science, and that science is dangerous, that science is corrupt, it's been corrupted, and the proof is there. Now, if you took any of my courses, I would give you all the different sciences that you would need to go back and check. But again, I, 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 I you know, I'm, I won't even touch that anymore because, uh, like I said, uh, as far as science and fact is concerned, uh, the people who have come to me over these years uh, dealing with specific diseases all the way up to cancer, I have helped them to heal themselves based upon my non-scientific approach. And I do have a record of dealing with science, natural science, not the European science, not the, uh, the, the orthodox science of the Western medicine, but natural sciences of the very Africans and the very Indians and the very natives and the Moors of this particular plane. Uh, that being said, I invite everyone if they wish to join me to really find out what's going on between now and 2050 uh, to, to 2020, which I've been speaking about for the last 10, 15 years. Now that 2020 is here, I am going to be giving one of my most important webinars. If you are interested, please give me a post, send a post to my private email at Sanu, S as in science, U, N as in Nancy, N as in Nancy, U, 777 at Gmail. Again, Sanu, 
777 at gmail. S as in science, U, N as in Nancy, N as in Nancy, U, 777 at gmail.com. And in the subject box, just put webinar and your, um, I will send you the two previous webinars I did and put you on the uh, webinar list to alert you on when we do have the next coming webinar. Or you can call for our services, which is vaccination exemption, uh, nutrition. Uh, you can deal with my wife and dealing with the nutrition and uh, counseling. And you can call our, our toll-free number, 800-847-1291. Again, 800-847-1291. I yield back the time. All right. Thank you, Reverend Dr. Phil Valentine. Um, thank you for your time, sir. Thank you for coming through. And um, it is what it is. Do you have any closing statement? That's it? You good? I'm good. I'm just uh, hoping that the people are uh, yes. ready and open and discerning enough to go and search for themselves and search off grid. Don't just listen to what the European gives you on CNN. Surf off grid and look for things that they don't want you to see, don't want you to know. All right. Thank you. Thank you, my brother, for You're taking welcome, the time brother. out to come on through to educate the people. Okay. Peace. All right. Okay. All right, family, there it is. You got both sides. I would have, I would have went longer, but you know, I don't like, I don't like the the uh, the rudeness and the disrespect. But I'm not saying between my brothers or nothing like that. I'm just saying I just don't like it to get ugly. So I got to end it while it's still, you know, love there. And you know, that's all I was saying. So we could have went a little extra long, but the Armin Ross squad on December the 15th, man, you're gonna have to put up or shut up because. You're going to have a lot of people on that other side. You're going to have to look in the eyes. You know, Verstein and Dr. Ma'at might go first. You know what I'm saying? And we already know that y'all could get a little emotional at times, but I ain't going to be able to do that at the debate, brother. Y'all going to have to be sitting still and quiet. And um, don't be surprised because it's going to be a special guest in the building, Unc, when you look across your table and you see that man you just got through talking to looking you dead in your eyes, brother. <laughs> it's going down. Make no excuses. Make no, hey, yo, man, I don't understand. But, hey, peace and black power, family. That's all I want to say to y'all. I leave it at that, man. Huh? You know where the fuck we are? I know, do you? I know where we are. This what you want? Is it what you want? I thought you wanted to draw it. Now what you said? Draw? Yeah. Paint? Yeah. What the fuck is that gonna get me? That shit about to put food on my fucking mom's table? Huh? That shit gonna pay the fucking bills? You need to be a gangster. You need to be a killer, a little yummy, huh? You need them. Okay, if that's what you want, if that's what makes you feel like a man, then be a real man. Let's get jumped in right now. Here, start Yo. with me. No, start with me. Yeah. Start with me. No, take no. it. Come no. on, killer. Come on, killer. Come on, killer. Get right there. You know how to hold it? You know what you're doing? Come on, killer. There you go. There you go. There you go. Five pounds of pressure, that's all it takes. Come on, gangster. Five pounds of pressure, that's all it takes. Five pounds of pressure, that's all it takes. 
they are, man. They liars. And so am I. Yo, 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 yo. See what happens when you deal with a liar? Yeah, huh? yeah, yeah. You see what happens yeah, when you deal with a liar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I lied to your little punk ass. Right. Now I'm gonna kill you. What do you see when you look at me? Tell me. You better give me a right answer. Know. What do you see when you look at me? Kill us. What you see, yummy? You don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Man, they spell G U N, son. You got a choice. You got talent. You got a chance, and I want to hear about your environment, what your mama didn't give you, and the white man won't give you no shot. You got a chance. Use it while you're still alive. You don't know what death is. You have no idea what death is. Make a decision. Hey, yo, Mr. McCall. Why not you? But, but why me? Let's find out together. <laughs>